The Foo Fighters are 17 past 7. That is Wheels. JB here. Happy Tuesday. Thanks so much to Nathan and the team at Country Autos GWM Havel for quality used cars. You can see the lads on Gunnaganoo Road. Uh, Rosie Kamina, 23-year-old student from the UK, has been left gutted. He was entering the lotto on January the 3rd, and he whacked the numbers in. He picked them at random. He just chose 18, 28, 35, 36, 41, 6, and 11. Saved the numbers in the app on January 3, and went, you know what, I'll come back to that. I'll, I'll, I'll enter him in another time when I get a bit more money, and I can actually enter the lottery. So then the next day, he entered him for, instead of the January 4 lotto, he went, no, nah, no, nah, I won't enter him for today's one. I'll save him through for the lotto that runs on January 7. So he's punched the numbers in, 18, 28, 35, 36, 41, 6, and 11, for the January 7 lottery. And then poor Rosie, or Rossi, I'm not sure. He's a fella anyway. Rossi, I think it would be. He's woken up on January 5. He's checked the lotto numbers. And lo and behold, I'm not making this up, the lotto numbers from the January 4 lotto, 18, 28, 35, 36, 41, 6, 11. His numbers came up for the lotto that he should have entered in for that day, but didn't and held him out for January 7. He could have won... This guy's the most unluckiest lad ever, I reckon. Or at least so far for the 18 days of 2022. He could have won 14 million pounds. What's that in Australian? That's like seven, seven million bucks. He could have been seven million dollars richer. He said the crushing blow made him feel like he's the most unluckiest lad on the planet. He was very disappointed, very disappointed. However, he's okay about it. He said, it might have been fate. Maybe this was how it was meant to be. Maybe if he had won the lottery, and I like his train of thought with this. Maybe if he had won the lottery, you know, he could have, you know, gone away on a holiday and something terrible could have happened. He could have bought an expensive car with his lottery win. He could have bought a Ferrari and had an accident and, and, and injured himself. So, I mean, that's a good, positive, twisted way of thinking when you've just potentially missed out on seven million bucks. Frustrated, but... That is a new one from Jess Mailboy. That is Glow at 11 past seven on this Tuesday morning. JB here. Thanks to Nathan and the team at Country Autos for quality new cars in the GWM and Havel Rain. Check them out on Bridge Street. And for quality used cars, they've got a dedicated used car lot now on Gunnaganoo Road. No correct answers still in our brain starter. 676-2299. Get it right or make me laugh. A JJ's Pizza, all yours. The question this morning, sales of this item of clothing has declined 50% since 1995. What is it? Tani's going with scarves. No, I reckon... I don't think scarves have necessarily gone out of fashion, have they? I always see people donning scarves, and, you know, some people can pull off scarves real well. Others, not so much. I think I'm in the other camp, along with hats. I can't do hats. I look ridiculous with hats. I'm still yet to find a hat... That suits me as well. People go, oh, you just haven't found the right style of hat, darling. 
Well, no, all of them I look ridiculous in. No, not scarves. Thanks, Tani. Uh, Kim going with stockings. No, not stockings. Kate's gone with dresses. You know what? I, I, I've noticed that. Dresses seem to be worn a lot less and less and less nowadays, but that's not the answer I have here on the piece of paper, but a very good guess, Jess. Thank you very much. Sales of this item of clothing has declined 50% since 1995. What is it? 676 on our Facebook page. Get it right. A JJ's Pizza. All yours. Good luck. 13 past 7. I've got the tale of the most unluckiest lad on the planet. After this from the Fooies. Collectors true tears of joy right here at 92.9. JP here, I'd love to know the most famous person you've ever spoken to. I mentioned yesterday on the show how I'd seen John Mayer and Jessica Simpson shopping. I hadn't spoken to them, but I, you know, I'd seen them. They're probably the most famous people I'd seen. Most famous person I've spoken to. I had the lead singer of Counting Crows, but I've changed that now to the, the offspring after playing them earlier on in the show. Uh, what do you, What's the most famous person you've spoken to? Have a think about it. Love to hear from you this morning. 676 A couple of expat Brits on our Facebook page had spoken to the Queen and the late Prince Philip, which is very cool. Joe... She spoke to the Queen here in Tamworth when she opened Ray Walsh House in the late 70s. And Joe says, I can't believe how perfect her skin was. Joe, I think you have indeed won our game of who was the most famous person you've spoken to. Because that is very impressive, speaking to the Queen. What, what did you chat about? Obviously not her skin regime, although from the sounds of it, you may have. Joe, I'd love to know uh, what... What the Queen maybe asked you, what you spoke about, please let me know. 676 on our Facebook page. Tyler on our Facebook page, he got in a fight with a celebrity. With none other than Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman from Harry Potter and Die Hard. I read about it in Time Magazine once. That's my best impersonation of Alan Rickman. He's hard to impersonate, he is. The late Alan Rickman, an absolute legend... And uh, Tyson annoyed him. He was in Sydney promoting one of his movies. And after the screening, he came out to have a chat about his career. And he started talking about the Harry Potter part, which Tyler was interested in. So he pulled his phone out and started recording. And Alan Rickman has spotted Tyler recording and has gone, Mate, are you filming me? And then he got very cranky that Tyler was filming um, Alan Rickman and basically told him, Put it away. Stop filming. I don't like that. Please. So Tyson not only got spoken to by Alan Rickman, but got Alan Rickman angry. Love to know the most famous person you have spoken to. Love to hear from you this morning. 676-2299 or on our Facebook page. What? At 12 to 8, the only girl in the world. Right here at 92.9, JB here, thanks Country Autos, GWM, Havel, Bridge Street, West Tamworth. Our brain starter this morning, sales of this item of clothing has declined 50% since 1995. What is it, Leanne? She's also gone with flannos. No, Doc Martin shoes from Jessica. Yes, they were very big in the 90s, and I still think relatively big now, although probably not as big. I don't think it would be a 50% decline in sales, but I don't know, maybe 15% decline in sales just off the top of my head. No, 
Not right, Jessica, but a very good guess. Scarves, no. Aprons, no. Jean shorts, no. Skivvies. Um, Michael's gone with G-strings. No, not G-strings. Track suits from Janet. I think maybe since John Howard was no longer Prime Minister, track suits went out of vague. He was big with them, wasn't he? Sarah's gone with denim jackets. No. Alicia's saying, please say Crocs. I don't know if Crocs are around in 1995, but hopefully a decline in sales there. No, not quite right. The answer, no one's got it so far. The answer... The clothing item that has had a 50% decline in sales since 1995 is... Ties. Yeah, that's right. Neckties. They have had a huge decline of 50% in sales since 1995. 1995 was the peak year of sales for ties. 1995 was $1.16 billion globally of neckties were sold that year. However, ever since then, they have slowly declined and last year was down 50% on that 1995 figure. So there you go. Neckties was the answer for our sales of this item of clothing has declined 50% since 1995. If you miss out on that, don't worry. We'll have another JB Brain Starter in the morning. 8.41 with Justin Wellington here at 92.9 JB. Thanks, Country Autos, GWM, Havel, Bridge Street, West Hamworth for new cars, quality used cars now on Gunnaganoo Road in their dedicated used car lot. Lots going on at the moment at the Tamworth Regional Gallery. To tell us more about it, Bridget Guthrie, how are you? I'm good, JB. Thank you. No, no dramas. Thanks for having a chat. The Take Me Home to Tamworth exhibition, that one soldiered on over the Christmas period and runs till early March. Tell us a little bit about this exhibition. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, look, we're very proud of this exhibition. It is fabulous and there's definitely something for everyone. So it includes some contemporary artworks that have responded to country music, but then it also uh, includes photography from professional photographers and amateur photographers that have captured the country music over the last five decades. And then we have things like some amazing costumes that were worn by different singers and songwriters. You know, they've got like um, sequins and um, bedazzled suits and big <laughs> collars and really, really funky. Lots of memorabilia, things like Smokey Dawson comics. And there is literally something for everyone in the exhibition. Yeah, fantastic. Get along and check that one out. It really shows you... Uh, I guess, how important and how pivotal Tamworth's been through that whole 50 years of uh, Tamworth country music. So it's definitely eye-opening. So definitely get along and check that one out until uh, early March that one runs till. Have I got that right? It, it, it does. We're just in negotiation at the moment um, in relation to extending those dates yeah. so that we can leave it up for the um, yeah. revised dates of the festival and it'll close for the end of the festival. But that's certainly um, an opportunity if you've got friends and family staying or you're looking for something to do over the holiday. We've got a guided tour by myself at 2.30 today. So come on down, it's free. Fantastic. That's awesome. Get along there, 2.30 today for the guided tour. And Bridget, plenty of other stuff going on there at the moment, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. So we also have on exhibition at the gallery uh, another... Um, touring exhibition through Museums and Galleries Queensland. Now, this one's called Artistic Endeavour and it is literally botanic illustrations of native um, flora. And some of them, 
JB, they are so well done, these illustrations and watercolours, that they look like they're a photograph. They are gorgeous, they are beautiful and definitely worth a look. We've got the curator coming down in February, uh, on the 5th of February, 5th of February, and she's doing a talk. Her name's Beth Jackson. And we've also got a masterclass of botanical watercolour illustrations with Tanya Hooligan, and that's on the 6th of February. So they're online and available for people to book in. That's fantastic. Awesome. Uh, Definitely get along and check that one out. That sounds really fascinating. Anything else coming up in the works that you can tease us with? Well, you know, don't forget that we always have the Power Station Museum for people who want to investigate the City of Light and that history. So that's open Wednesday to Saturday, 9am to 1pm, and drop on down, you know, have a look at that rich history and certainly receive a guided tour as part of it. Then with the Australian Country Music Hall of Fame, that's had a bit of a refresh. So we've changed over the exhibitions in that museum and, you know, it does look different to how people might have seen it before. Mm. So come on down and see that. There's different posters, uh, again, some costumes there and definitely that rich history to take in. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Get along and check out uh, all those museums, uh, the Power Station Museum, uh, the the Tamworth Country Music Museum, and, of course, the uh, Regional Gallery. Bridget, thank you so much. Cheers for that, and hopefully we can talk again soon. Sounds great, JB. You take care. Thank you, you too, and all the details about that too on the Tamworth Regional Council website, of course. Quarter to nine with Vance Joy now. That is Darlinghurst. I like that. Where do we go? Here's a light-hearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's the feed. It's the feed. Congratulations are in order to the Deputy Prime Minister and our local member for New England, Barnaby Joyce. He's popped the question to Vicky Campion over the weekend. She said yes. A spokesman for Mr Joyce confirmed the pair was now engaged after he asked her to marry him at a restaurant in Coffs Harbour. The couple share two children, three-year-old Sebastian and Thomas, aged two. Mr. Joyce said in a statement yesterday, We are both very happy and have been overwhelmed by the good wishes we have been offered, and we thank everyone from them. Mr. Joyce, 54, of course, stood down from his high-profile role as Deputy Prime Minister and Leader of the National Party in early 2018 after news of his affair with an ex-staff member. Uh, Ms. Campion. However, obviously last year, after um, after the the leadership shuffle there, he became the new leader of the National Party and also uh, deputy prime minister. So we wish them both well. Do you remember the Rasmus? They had a big hit in about 2004 or so called the Shadows. If you've forgotten, it goes a bit like this. Well, probably not hugely surprised, but the guys are actually back. They're going to be representing their home country of Finland in the Eurovision this year. Now, in Finland, you have to perform against other uh, other bands in your country to then get voted on whether you're, you're good enough to go through. This all happens on January 26th, so it's not, dis- it's, it's not locked in yet that they are going to be 
the Finland entry at this year's Eurovision. The track is called Jezebel, which has been panned by Desmond Child, who's done a whole heap of songs for Aerosmith and Celine Dion. It goes a little bit like this. It's probably going to be the token rock track if they do get through for this year's Eurovision. There's always one, you know, there's always one operatic track. There's always one weird dance song and then there's the token rock song. So I think that if Rasmus do get through, I think Rasmus's Jezebel might be that at Eurovision. And that is on this May. That is the feed right here at 92.9. Quarter to seven already. This morning's flown. This is Taylor Swift and Style at 92.9.